Hello, everyone, and thanks for giving us a listen. If you'd like to show our support, please check out our Patreon and Linktree under Interactive Distractions for access to additional Day One content, as well as to be part of our awesome community. Thanks again, and we hope you continue to be distracted. Hello and welcome to Interactive Distractions, episode number 431. My name is Christopher Riccio and I'm here with Jeff Jorney. What up again? Jason A. Stryker. Hey, what's up again, people? And Travis Baum. <laughs> Hi. And after a week of technical difficulties, we are back, apparently. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> after attempting to record three days in a row and uh, not being able to. Four? Four days in a row. Yeah, Thursday, Friday, not being Saturday, able to. Sunday. Yep. All right, we are back. Uh, but uh, we're not going to talk about time. that. <laughs> Different <laughs> problems each time. But we're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about positive things, gentlemen. Okay, Having positive. happy things, games, and other other stuff that we wanted to discuss, like what's going on this week. So, Jeff, how you doing, man? What's going on? Good. Not too much going on. I'm back at work again. Oh, still. Yes. So, fun. Still. Are you, yep. sick? Are you sick of it yet? Oh, yeah. <laughs> definitely. Oh, jeez. Need that vacation. Don't need it. Yeah, no, nothing, <laughs> nothing new here, man. Nothing new, nothing exciting. Let's move on from me. Okay, all right. No funny. All right, stories. well then, Jason, what's up? Not, not much. I, I, I modded my arcade cabinet back there. The little one-up guy. Nice. Um, so it's got like thousands of games on it now, which is pretty cool. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, instead of just like three, uh, which was which was still fun. It had like it, it's the uh, Marvel superheroes one, so it had uh mm. x-men versus street fighter had the punisher and shit like that um but now it's got that and four uh and what and more oh and more i thought you said and four i'm like 996 more 97 yeah. i guess because you have the three <laughs> at least i'm uh, math good but yeah that was that was a fun little project uh just took an afternoon or whatever used a usb flash drive that i had laying around and here we are Got games. All right. Got so many games. That's it for me. All right. Travis, what's up? <laughs> we haven't I'm, seen you. You weren't here with us last week. So uh, what's up? Or two weeks ago. I, I, I didn't point. even know you guys didn't release a show last week. What <laughs> what's up, dude? Nothing much, man. Just tired as hell. I uh, Yeah, so I missed. I would have missed the show that would have been recorded last week. And then I missed the week before. Um, I have just been insanely uh insanely busy with uh with a social life what nice what um no i have a group of friends that i've been hanging out with recently a lot of people who moved over here to the la region um and we just started to stay in contact a little bit more and just committed to like doing more things and that spiraled out of control boys like big time <laughs> all right <laughs> because, that's in a good way uh, yeah right? Yeah, no, in in a good way, uh, in terms of like you know mental health, getting social, meeting sure. people, especially post COVID. Um, but uh, my forty year old body, yes, I thought you know you think you're in good shape. Like I can go out and run a couple of miles. I don't like, think I can I'm go out in good walk shape. Five or six miles. Like I can do all that stuff, like a champ. Not a problem. Um, work out three days a week. Feel good. Great. Uh, four nights going out. Yeah, hanging out with friends. Couple taxing. drinks, 
it's extremely taxing. I was like, I thought I was in shape for this. What happened? So well, it's a different um, kind of in shape. I go out to eat and I get, I get winded reading the menu. Like I'm, I, <laughs> I'm like, oh, that was that's enough for me. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. So we did a bunch of stuff, uh, and on top of this crew hanging out a lot, um, I had one of my best friends come into town for a week. So there were multiple trips to long beach to go do that. So tons of driving, tons of traffic. Yeah, it was, it was nuts, man. So, uh, but we did a lot of fun stuff. My brother came, um, and yeah, that was kind uh, of a surprise visit, right? Yeah. Yeah. A bit, a bit. That's cool. Um, um, but then, uh, but yeah, a lot of cool stuff. So a lot of different restaurants. And I think that's probably my favorite part of this whole thing is kind of introducing myself to new places, new restaurants, new bars and stuff like that and get a cool idea of like what's around the LA area. Cause I've been sticking around in the burbs for the last six years. So it's sure. been kind of, uh, it's fun here. It's great. It's beautiful. But like when you actually get to those really unique areas um, around like Hollywood and stuff like that, it's really fun. So we did a bunch of touristy stuff too. When our friends came in went the medieval times, uh, <laughs> funny story about medieval times. So we get, you lost we a get flash the, drive there. I know. I know. I've heard that. So <laughs> we, <laughs> um, I, oh, yeah. we, I get, we get that. we get to medieval <laughs> times and the second we pull up, it's packed in there. But the second we pull up, we notice that there's a picket line and a lot of the actors and performers oh, yeah, are, sure. are, are picketing uh, for uh, better pay, better, yep. uh, you know, less abuse to the animals and whatnot. Uh, so we didn't know about it. Like this is something my friend wanted to do. Let, let's do medieval. Sorry, do you say less abuse to the animals? They're OK. Yeah, with I mean, some it, abuse. Well, they yeah, want, they want, say, what's the what's the line? They, <laughs> want, be no abuse? They, they just want they just want better benefit like sure. health benefits for the horses. Yeah, no, like I know. I'm yeah. So they um so we get there, that's a picket. And of course, like we didn't know about this. My friend out of town, his daughter was with her was with him, so he was like, I, I wanna take her to something fun and like it was like medieval times what I have planned, and everybody's like, Look, you tell us where to go and we'll be there. So we get there, and then the first thing you see is the picket line. I mean, these people are militant and angry for good reason. Huge fan of unions, so like, I I fully support that. But like, this is a point where like, if I think if it was just me and Melissa there by ourselves, and then the we saw the picket line, we probably would have got a refund and walked out. But we're with a party of like ten, and there's just no way. So like, I'm going and I'm like lowering my head as I'm walking up towards the building, and it's going deeper and deeper in shame as we get closer to the picket line to cross it, and um. <laughs> There was this one woman who was holding a sign. And at this point, they had been picketing for 22 days. This one woman, everyone was holding a sign like, you know, fair rights, better rights, more more pay, yada, yada, yada. Um, and then there was one woman standing in the back, just like the last person you walk by that says, if you walk in this building, you're a terrible person. <laughs> and it was at that <laughs> point where I was like, you know what? I'm okay. With that <laughs> sign right there, I'm okay. Um, kind of made me mad. I mean, it made me a little bit mad, but anyway, whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, tons of stuff, man. Super, super busy. Um, Melissa's out of town uh, last night and tonight. I'm going to pick her up from the airport. Um, but she is uh, off on work. And the uh, same crew invited me out for uh, dinner and drinks at an Argentinian restaurant last night. So a night where I was supposed nice. to be hanging out and chilling and calming and getting my energy back. No, mm -hmm. went out again. So uh, it's been it's been nuts. So years of being jealous about Jeff's social life. Um, <laughs> oh, I've totally yeah. I didn't do was, that in forties. <laughs> yeah, when it was when when it when it was just like me and Megan staying at home all the time, and then Jeff's got like his crew, his social crew, and like seeing the whole time. I'm like, I, I want to hang out with people. I want to hang out. <laughs> like, I want to. I want friends. 
And now that I have them, and I'm like, these bitches no. are <laughs> running me ragged. Yep. Running me ragged. But boys, I'm here. I'm feeling good, re-energized, and super excited to hear what's going on with Chris's week. I know. I uh, you need Chris to pause too. or something because I have a oh, bee in my fucking basement. Get it. <laughs> I think I just did. I was, I, we like can't it. see him on the Indus cam because he's out of frame, but it's going to move away in his, his camera. We, we, I'm just we, waiting we, for him to call Crystal in to, to be down for him. We have. Oh, we no. Have, I, I, don't, I don't have to do that because my. Uh, well, I think I just got it. It sounds and like then, you smacked something. Holy I smacked something. Smack well, something funny, pretty good with this thing. The, the funny part about it is that, like, so for 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 the viewers and listeners, uh, so you know, you only see like the blue framing, and you see our our very slender uh, inserts. Um, but on the bottom of our call, we can see the full frame of everybody. So when Chris shot up, he's lassoing a towel around, trying like he's wondering. It wasn't a towel. Like, it was a box. <laughs> it was a box. <laughs> trying to kill a bee with cardboard. Um. I think I got it. I don't see it. No, we'll find out because he's going to go back and get all his buddies, man. Yeah. <laughs> We've all seen Boys in the Hood, man. <laughs> well, I'm, I uh, sometimes they are under under my uh, under my deck. And when I open the basement door to let the dog get it out, uh, sometimes one can get in. I think I saw it. Um, and, and that's what's that? I think I saw it. I Did saw you? Yeah, it looks, it looks like something's above your head. And it could be. The dithering, maybe, but it, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I don't, okay. I don't hear yeah, it. It's very you. loud, so I'm pretty <laughs> sure I'll hear it if I, if it's around. But um, the thing, the one thing is that I had to, I had confidence, my because my cat was tracking it, and my cat Ahsoka is a bee killer. Like she is a murderer. Like I came in one day and there was a, um, this is before we got some work done on the outside of the house, and uh, but I came at home one day. And I swear to God, there were like six or seven bees on the floor in the basement <laughs> because they were somehow coming in between the two doors that lead into the basement. And she was just fucking killing them as they came in. And I was like, you go. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah, Ahsoka is my little huntress. She's been uh, she's been taking care of them. But, uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I heard a buzzing and then turned around and I see both my dogs tracking something with their eyes. Right. And then all of a sudden, Ahsoka came running like she had apparently heard something and knew that it was time. Uh, but that thing blew right by my head and I apparently hopefully got it with the box. So all right. that was my adventure. Uh, I don't really have anything else to report. <laughs> so, That's good. You killed right. a bee live on air. Yeah, I killed a bee live on the show. How about that? Um, it was it was fucking big, too. Um, sounded like it. Oh, there it is right there. You got it. Yeah, it's it's sitting on my desk. It is definitely dead. <laughs> so I am going to fucking get rid of it. Okay. So but while, uh, <laughs> while, while, while you're doing that, happens, we should probably talk about games. We probably talk about games. So Travis, why don't you go first, man? Uh, yeah. And all this, all this busy time being out the house, I really haven't played anything new. But I did finish Final Fantasy 16. Oh, I'm so um, close. And even jumped into the first couple of hours of the um, New Game Plus in Final Fantasy mode. Um, but going back to the uh, vanilla, the vanilla game, um, it's it's such a weird. Like the game is staged so oddly because it's um, they heel toe their way through like opening the like 
in the process of opening the game up, they heal toe so much until like the last act. And then you are completely inundated with, um, you know, all good stuff. You're completely inundated with what you feel like this game should have been for the first, you know, in, in the first 20, 30 hours. Um, and it slowly gets better and better and better and better until you get to the end. And it's just amazing. It's such a great experience. The side quests are good. The campaign's great. The combat's getting more and more, uh, interesting and fun when you're digging into all these builds and trying to like find like the, you know, the, the, the best abilities or icon abilities that, uh, that kind of like just that you're just comfortable with and you're able to like find the best success in and everything. So I had a bunch of fun doing that, tinkering with little things here and there. And that just, you know, and just by the time I got to the end of the game up until the point where I rolled credits, I was completely blown away, completely blown away. Uh, so much in fact that, yeah, I jumped right into a, uh, to a new game plus just to try and see what the early game felt like with all the icons and, you know, uh, you know, Uber weapons and things like that. So um, overall, really, really great experience um i just I, I wish it opened up to its eventual potential much much early that's what's going to make this game like an eight for me instead of instead of a nine because yeah. because those highs man are so incredibly high i love the combat i never once got bored of combat never once got bored of it um not many occurrences where i run into enemies and i just fly past them like i i wanted to fight um i can't say that much regarding my history with rpgs or even most games like sometimes like when i feel like i'm up to snuff i just want to you know keep on trucking and get through it but i wanted to do more and more and more with this game so um it, it it's just a shame that like i was thinking about like because i'm playing diablo and final fantasy at the same time and there's that everybody has that uh stereotypical slogan like the game doesn't start until you reach the the end game and that's when the real game starts and it's like Final Fantasy couldn't be the more opposite, more and you know more antithetical to that idea because like you feel like once the game like truly becomes what it needs to be, once the game starts and like everything's really clicking, it ends. <laughs> so like that's just one of my okay. probably my only gripe. Um, but the highs well, are so high, it's 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 super strong. It's didn't strong they kind of do that with thirteen as well? Like thirteen Absolutely. was yeah. freaking like one path the entire time and then it opened up literally like five ten hours before the game ended and it was a punch in a phase like it just like mm -hmm. all of a sudden boom here's a thousand things that you can do yeah at least final fantasy 16 trickles it in but i say they heal toe man they heal toe throughout the entire game until you get to act three and everything opens up to where like every side quest is good every campaign situation is fun every fight is enthralling and like it's just and the characters get better um so it's it's really good now i'm gonna i'm gonna go on a limb here and um i i think it's with without a doubt um clive is the best final fantasy protagonist probably ever probably ever i don't want to say he's the most iconic because i think you know characters like cloud squall are going to retain that that title but um you know yeah. voice acting and character acting has evolved so much in um in video games on top of the great performance by ben Starr as clive um and a great supporting cast like nothing felt um sh no voice actor felt shoehorned in like goots got a little i, I like goots at first yeah. and then goots got a little bit on my nerves he's, he's a little cartoonish 
Um, but other characters, Jill, even Torgal, Gav, all these characters, these are these are people that you could if they want to break open um if they wanted to break open and do side stories with a whole bunch of characters, they have such a small um, militia of characters to, to to use and stuff like that. Um, and, and that's not even talking about super side characters like Dion and all that. Like it, it's just, I don't think Square is done with Final Fantasy 16. And I'm not even talking about DLC. Like I think this is going to be, I, I think it struck a chord with people about how, um, how I think you're going to treat it like they did Final Fantasy 13, where they release other games within the series. Yeah, I think we'll see other games. Like DLC, I think is kind of a. I would be shocked if we didn't see <clears throat> DLC, but um, I think that we're definitely going to see more games in this series because it, it, it's an ending that I don't think the end. I think if there never was another thing Final Fantasy 16, I'd be completely happy with it. I would be completely happy because I thought it ended very poignantly and perfectly. Um, but I like you know these types of endings, so like it just worked for me. Um, whereas I know that there's going to be a bunch of people who want to see more. They want to see more of these characters. Like there's so much left, you know, uh, to, uh, to feast on, uh, once the credits roll and things like that. So, um, I, uh, like glowing, glowing reviews. I just wish it, it, it kickstarted a little bit faster, but once it does, man, it's some of the best gaming I've had this year. So. Yeah. I'm waiting for it to wrap up. I, th I think I'm at one of the points of no return. Uh, there was, there was a fake out, but, uh. Uh, I think now it's time that um, that we wrap things up, and I'm I'm ready what? for it. Absolutely, right. Go right. Ahead. So it got good. It got good so so quickly in the end that like most RPGs, I'm with you there. Like oh, I'm just ready for this game to end. Like as much as I love Chained Echoes, once I had like five to ten hours left, I was like, all right, I'm ready to just like you know punch yep. this sucker in the jaw and just finish it. Um, but it got so enthralling and so good, and the side quest got so much better toward the end. I wasn't ready for it at the end. Um, so, it, yeah, it was, and, and, and yeah, so I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of, mm -hmm. I'm happy it's over, but like, yeah, it was just so good by the by the third act that I just yeah. I would have loved more of that, and I mean, if they just would have shifted that towards the middle. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I think they they had a really tough time getting footing after like the tonal shift that. Mm -hmm. I'm going to try very hard not to spoil anything, but uh, there, there, there's a point where like something kind of wraps up and you, you know, the shit's revealed and it's like coming to terms with it. Uh, and when, then mm -hmm. once they do, there's the tonal shift and then it's a lot of long political stuff for a while. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's what I'm in. <clears throat> um, right around. Yeah. But then after a while, yeah, as Travis said, it, it, it does pick up a little bit. Um, and I've I've done all my side shit. Like I'm complete there. Uh, everything was, you know, I I think that the side quests were a little bit better than um, I think people are giving them credit for, mm -hmm. um, especially towards the end. Yeah, like because they're they're quest lines, you know, essentially. So you're you're revealing yeah. more and more about like these particular yeah. characters, uh, which mm -hmm. is which is rewarding, you know, for. Uh, and it's not just, you know, collection quests, you know, there's uh, bounties and shit like that. There's, mm -hmm. there, there's other activities that you do, but for the most part, yeah, it's um, kind of by the numbers, but uh, at least the rewards are, are pretty good that I've seen yep. anyway. But Yeah, they've been pretty good. But I'm ready, man. I'm ready. I, I, I can't believe I put this many hours into it. Uh, <laughs> I'm surprised with myself. So. When was the last time you beat a Final Fantasy? I know we've talked about it a while, but I just 13, forgot. 13, probably. 
13? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's the first yeah, the first 13. I didn't I didn't even touch the other ones. Yeah, me neither. Hmm. Where are you guys at? Um, I'm still behind all of you, I think. So Yeah. Um, I'm a few hours after last time we spoke, which I guess would have been last week. Uh I honestly I I'm looking forward to the end because the way Travis talks about it and says everything gets good towards the end. But to me, that's not enough to, I don't think to save what I think about the game right now. Um, I, I like it. I think it's good, but I just, that's what I think it is. It's good. It's a good game with amazing spectacle. And I, I thought I was done with Diablo to be honest, when I got final fantasy 16, once I've got to level 50 in Diablo, it's like, okay, I'm going to put this down for a bit, but I keep going back to Diablo and I keep going back to Street Fighter. Street Fighter is going to be a thing that's going to be there for a while anyway, regardless. But I just can't. I can't stick with Final Fantasy. I play it for like an hour at a time, and then right. I'm just like, I'm going to play something else. Then I'll play for like another hour, and then be like, hey, okay, I'm going to something else. So I, I kind of want it to be over just to, to beat it, but I do want to see the story play out at least. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. But I, I don't know. I was so hyped for this, and I, I, I do think it's good. I just don't. I like. I was thinking about all the games I played this year, and I don't even know if it's going to make. Like, it'll make my top ten, even if it stays as it like as good as I think it is right now. Um, but it's going to be pretty low on there. I was like, fuck, was not expecting that. Right. Um, but I intend to put quite a bit of time into it tomorrow and through the weekend. So, yeah, we'll see. That's why I can't really That's- say where I am. Like without spoiling anything, I guess. Yeah, I'm. I still haven't gotten to the Chocobo stuff yet, so I'm, oh, I'm okay. still really early. Um, but one of the things that that uh, mainly for Travis, but it wasn't on the show. Um, one of the things that we talked about in the attempt to do last episode was, um, <laughs> I'm just, I just wish they would give us more options in the combat. Like I don't like oh, the idea yeah. of only having, um two of the powers for each of the icons like there's there's more buttons available on the on controller let me do some extra stuff like let me do more stuff have you been able to earn enough experience to um upgrade your abilities and then eventually do the final upgrade which masters those abilities yeah which allows you to essentially put them in any icon that you want right yeah Yeah, and and that's fine and all but it's like you still only get four slots and there's like umpteen different options that you can have, you know, depending yeah. on how many icons you get. Eventually you get three icons that you can equip at yeah. any time. So yeah. So you're, oh, you're okay. going to have, si- you'll have six abilities. Yeah. You have six abilities. And also when you're choosing your icon, there's the circle ability, which is unique to every character too. Yeah. So, the, like the, whatever the close distance. Yeah. You essentially have nine powers to choose from when you're mixing and matching. Um, I did so much respecting in the, in the game. Like I, 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 wanted it to be perfect for my my play style um so yeah it i i thought it i thought it was pretty never mind just keep going (laughs) 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 i uh so yeah I, i thought it was pretty uh pretty deep personally no i don't think it's not deep it's just that not deep but like it was it's, it's deep enough for there to be some um constant respecting yeah. if you want to do it i i had enough stuff that i got oh, choice God paralysis so like i mm-hmm. I, I was fine with uh i think chris's got another b 
Excellent. No, I, think that's I got what, a dog I think that that's wants to Chris, take stuff. Oh, damn it. I think that's what Chris is saying, is that there's a lot of choices, but not yeah. enough slots to use them. So it's giving him yes, that kind exactly. of choice paralysis. He mm. doesn't want to give up right. certain things. So, so one of the things that I mentioned is in in, uh, in the not show is <laughs> like once you once you under once you get to the point where you understand who you are as Clive, right? Um, you get a couple of extra things like uh, the fireballs that roam around you, and that would be really cool from like a defensive standpoint. But it takes one of the slots, and I don't want to mm-hmm. give up one of my attack powers for that, you know. Yeah. So it's like little things like there, there's minor abilities that he has that are not good enough to take one of the slots, but I feel like would be valuable in the game itself. Well, I'm and not, I don't I'm really not, feel like I have that option. I'm going to let you know right now. I actually use that exclusively. <laughs> the will of the Wikes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I use that pretty exclusively. My, my first two, my, my, my top two abilities our will of the Wikes, and then there's a. This is not really a story spoiler or anything, but there's a Bahamut ability where you can shoot out these projectiles, and they stick to the enemy, and they cause regular and stagger damage. And then the will of the Wikes also causes stagger damage. So once I was respecting, I was like, "Hey, I wonder if I can do, like start off every fight with double stagger." So I hit will of the Wikes, the Bahamut ability, and I every fight I proc both of those abilities, get them going, and then I start attacking. And I'm. I'm <laughs> like 15 seconds you're going to stagger enemies um some bosses stagger super fast and then once they're staggered my bottom two my other two major abilities are all finishers like they're all like the major major abilities so it's just damage 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 pop a limit break finish up the stagger with that and everything i was doing 110 oh damn uh i was doing 110 bonus damage or stagger damage i'm only pretty consistent 50 shit yeah so well so you just have to find what's right for your playstyle. Because personally, mm-hmm. I think there are a lot of the abilities that are are not great, um, and so like, and sometimes they don't fit my playstyle, and sometimes I just don't think they work very well. Um, and um, I just like for instance, cool. Yeah, the the stagger stuff's not cool, but when you follow it up with four ultimate abilities, <laughs> it, yeah. it kind of brings the coolness factor back. It does. Um, good. Yeah, yeah, definitely, Matt. I, I want to hear your opinion once you get all three icons. Um, because I, I think, I think your issue, I mean, it could get worse, but it could improve as well when you have that extra ability slot. So. All right. And square, if you make another one, take the dodge off R1. I know I said it last week. (laughs) I know it didn't. We said it in the not show, Jeff. We said it in the not show. show, So technically it didn't, it doesn't exist, but that's bullshit. Why why are you so against like triggers and bumpers? I like triggers and bumpers, just not for dodge. What game uses that? Bayonetta. You're so trained to use circle or X, like for everything. Bayonetta does. So, uh, yeah, yeah. I get, right we'll trigger. use the shadow thing. Yeah, yeah. That's, it does. that's a dodge. So yeah. what? That's one series. Okay. But yeah, every, everything else There's uses. More. Don't don't play devil's advocate here, Jason. That's <laughs> Come bullshit. on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I that was one of the things that we talked about um uh last week when we were trying to record like i have the same issue like i often uh hit circle instead of r1 to try and uh to try and dodge and uh and then i don't dodge and i get hit so you know um uh so you know travis is talking about side stories and stuff like that i i i'm totally down for a side story starring torgal um and uh (laughs) make 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 it okami like like let's do this come on um 
no, I, I, I think I, I love having Tortle around. I think he's, it's, it's awesome. Um, I do get tired of him saying sick boy. Like it's just yeah, like, it okay, let's turn that part off. But, uh, but it, you know, overall it's just, it's just really fun. Can and, you turn that off? Um, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't, okay. I don't you know. You did turn it off. I was like, Oh, I didn't know. you. Could no, I, 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 I don't, I haven't looked, uh, I don't think you can. Um, but, uh, like he's just, he's, it's so, uh, he's so good to have around to help continue combos and things like that. Like oh, it's yeah. just, it's yeah. And then, um, I've, I've started getting really used to holding down the square button and like reaching across the controller to hit the circle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> just so I can charge up my sword and then dash towards them and hit them when it, when it's all charged up. So, yeah, I'm 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 uh, I am enjoying the combat still a lot. So cool. that's good. combat is fun. You'll uh, you'll eventually come across an item called the Berserker Charm. Yeah, I think it's called. I that like it's, it's so substantial how much it changes the combat. It, oh, it's, really? su- it's surprisingly substantial. Like it, it it almost gives you kind of like a bayonet dodge. For every mm. every successful dodge, yeah, you get it. You get oh, a brand, time slow down. Time slow down uh, on the uh, on the dodge, and then you get a special um, like six seven hit fire combo and mm. everything. Yeah, I can't. The limit I can't, break activates for it's fucking yeah, for six I, hits. It's, yeah. it's it's really great. It's hard it's to really see great. shit uh, when that's going on. <laughs> it is hard to yeah, see. Yeah, when shit. the limit break is happening, it's kind of hard to see shit. Everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was another thing that we talked about because the. Um, I'm I'm glad to hear that because the, the time slowdown is something I really enjoy from a gameplay perspective. Mm-hmm. But parrying mm-hmm. is really tough to time. Oh, yeah. uh, it's it's really really it. difficult to the point where I don't even bother most of the time. Yeah. Most parrying of the time, kinda, if I get it, parrying it, just happens for me. Yeah, like, it's just accidental. Yeah, it just like happens. You're, you're in the middle of of, of playing yeah. the game and it just kind of accidentally happens. Yeah. yeah. Um. But uh, yeah. So ha- having having a, a, a like a more advanced dodge with uh, some extra benefits, I'm all about that. Sounds good. Once you get the, the third icon, I want to say, you get a parry ability, which you can, if you're already using that ring that slows down time, you're going to get a perfect block every time. Uh, so you oh, use, interesting. So you use that parry mm-hmm. mechanic when the, you know, the timer thing comes up, you get a perfect parry, and then you get a three-hit counterattack. It's, it's so much fun. It's so cool. Mm-hmm. Hmm, very cool. Good stuff. Yeah. That's... I mean, we're talk- we talked Final Fantasy. That's literally all I've played. Where are we at so. with Street Fighter? I'm still playing Street Fighter. Still daily. playing Street Fighter? All right. I'm, yeah, I'm still got the AM fights okay. going on. I'm yeah, like, you need to get on there, man. I'm like Silver 3 now. I, I went through a bunch of rank nice. matches. Yeah. Finally Dude, got, got well, I was going to say, you should join us for AM fights, but I'm not sure if you're up that early. Not usually. I usually get up like an hour after yeah. you guys are done. Done? Yep. Gotcha. It's too early, man. Nope. 730 is a... too fucking early. <laughs> We're fighting. Hey, we can go we can go <laughs> later. It's just that sometimes uh depends who's playing. Okay. If Pigpen's usually going to bed because it's nighttime for him, but his brother, if he's not working, we can always go after uh we can go after nine. That's true. And you work usually. from home, so you know. Exactly. So I mean, hey, I'm gonna jump on Street Fighter. What's that now? Oh, it's busy. Yeah. And you know. Take, take my, my lunch break. break. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so I'm still playing that. Diablo, are you guys done with Diablo? Um, no, perhaps done. But trying to think I'm still digging anything. in. Yeah, I'm still digging in. I got a few level more 94. levels with my level yeah. 94. Holy shit! Yeah. I just hit yeah. like 28 with my druid. So nice. I'm, I'm telling you, you guys, we got it. What? What's yeah, our Diablo night? night? What's our Diablo night? 
I gotta get up to that boss again. Once I get up to that boss. Oh, we can get you up there. I mean, we can get you up there. Yeah. Yeah. There's no uh, like all the uh, difficulty scales to your own character, even in multiplayer. Yeah. So yeah, the multiplayer is actually super, super well done. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Except for Travis, if he joins, then he's gonna one shot everything. That's because cool if you come, too. if you're above fifty, it's just like boom, boom, boom. Yeah, there's still some scaling going on there, but yeah, I would I would go in and I would just I would delete everything probably. Oh yeah, I had I a did... problem with a, a boss. Um, the what's it called boss? The the first dungeon, the dungeon that had, makes it so you unlock uh, nightmare, uh, mm-hmm. the cap something dungeon. Mm-hmm. Capstone, yeah. Um, capstone dungeon. I was having problems with the last boss there. I was like, fuck. I'm like, I don't want to respec anything. I'm just like, and I saw Eddie because uh, now he was online. I'm like, hey dude, what level are you on Diablo? He was like seventy something or eighty. Like, can you give me a hand with a boss for a second? He's like, yeah, sure. He hops in, um, walked up to the boss, and it looked like he sneezed on the boss, and the boss just, like, exploded. <laughs> and I was just like, wow, okay. It literally was one second. I was like, all right. Well, thanks, man. <laughs> Talk to you later. Yeah, I'm right. My loot. Thanks for stopping by. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I actually I changed, I changed my build over because I was getting to the point where I wasn't really uh i wasn't really getting any better gear for quite a few days and i was like "Eh, well maybe i should just change it up and everything so i saved my gear for that build and then started a um a like a kind of like a ice gatlin gun build for a uh for the sorcerer and uh today was the day where it finally because i was missing a lot of pieces to it so it's just kind of like grinding out all those pieces and those aspects um you know and getting that pair of the, the paragon board just right um and when i and when i say the paragon board just right it's me looking through youtube videos to find someone doing a good paragon oh, board yeah, and me copying yeah. that because i don't have yeah. what it takes to figure that out on my own that whatsoever. thing's scary man yeah, i opened no. that up i was like what the fuck is it's this? too much i love it i love the power boost they give you it changes your character because since the game levels with you this is the one part of the game that allows you to kind of outgrow everything so it's super important and very strategic of how you need to deal with that board but i don't i don't have the the the, the mental capacity to do that you give me excel we'll do v lookups and all kinds of equations we'll do all kinds of cool stuff but like you give me a, a video game paragon board like diablo 4 has and i gotta tell you man it i'm I'm lost. <laughs> like I'm completely lost. And I don't have that kind of time on my hands. It's kind of like swapping in and out in those glyphs. It's, sure. it's such a, it's such a pain. So yeah, YouTube videos for the win. Oh, on yeah. That yeah. One. Are you guys interested in the, uh, since we didn't talk about it, um, mm-hmm. on the non-show, the first season, cause that's, that's dropping July 20th, I think. I'm struggling with that, with the idea of it, man. Um, like I want, uh, clearly I want the cosmetics and I have the version of Diablo four where it's paid for like the first 20 levels are paid for already. Yeah. Um, and like, so I, I need to, I need to mess with it. I just hate the idea of starting a character from level one, starting yeah. a new character. Um, like it's not, I put 150 plus hours into this character already. And it's like, I have to I, do it I all saw, over again. Like, I saw, well, you don't doing it all over again. So I saw someone on Twitter post a good thing. He's like, Diablo is not an MMO where you get a character and you just take that same character. Like it's based on ladders and seasons. So the reason they do that is each season is going to be like a different experience. So you're basically that's the character you do for that season kind of thing. So it's not you're not technically starting. You're starting a new character, but you're not leveling it the same way you did in the base game on the whatever server that's called with this like main story stuff. That's what I got from their reveal thing. Sure. And it's like a 
it's kind of like a thing like hey, here's something to do get some new shit and i think that some of this the um, aesthetic stuff can carry over in terms of the look of it like the transmog type stuff it just all not does the actual abilities yeah it all does yeah because all the abilities work differently and stuff like that and there are new abilities and different ways to like kit out your gear and shit so yeah. i'm kind of interested i might i mean it's free unless you want to buy the battle pass to get more stuff out of it so i might i might uh buy the first one just to see what it's like and and if it's garbage then hey what do you do I, I don't know if this is very clear to you guys as i feel it's clear to me and i could just be viewing it this way but like i feel like what seasons are for the developers i think it's more uh i think it's less hey variety for our consumer and more hey let's get the people who have already paid for the game to beta test new ideas for us like i feel like that's what that is because they have come out and mentioned that hey look something you know a lot of these special um these special abilities or these special modes that we introduce in seasons uh once the season's over those are done but there may be certain things that we like that we want to carry over into the eternal realm into the you know the main server um and stuff like that so it was telling me okay so we're going to beta test for you so I think that's kind of the is, same with any game like that, though. That's and it's fine. It's not. It's not yeah. an indictment or anything like that. I just think it's obvious that that's. What I mean, doing. Fortnite like started that way, right? It, that's it, it. was a beta, mind you. You didn't have to pay for it, but they had they ended up taking over the whole game. No, that's not what I'm saying. Though. I'm not saying like because this is a finished product. Like the game is a finished full price product, and the fact that we're beta testing new ideas for something that's already a quote-unquote finished product and even though yeah it's gonna be like destiny 2 evolved like crazy over time so like i understand that diablo needs to evolve or it's gonna get stale so that's fine but it's like i don't know like i'm just turned off overall by the seasons um i'm going to give it a shot i think i don't know whether or not i'm gonna start a new class or stick with the same class um, but there are some interesting things that they're introducing, um, some new socketed abilities that you can have, uh, in, in season one, but in terms of like all of the, the, the good thing is like in terms of all of the new weapons, uniques, um, the aspects that you can unlock, well, the aspects you have to unlock in, in the seasons and, and things like that, but like any new items, if you want to keep collecting new items that they add into the game, they will be in the eternal realm. They will stay in the main game. So if I wanted to still hunt for set items on my eternal uh, server character that I've been working on for 150 plus hours. Yes, I can still do that and look for new gear and stuff like that. So that's nice. Like I feel like they easily could have said, "We will release these these new pieces of gear once the season's over." Um, that would have probably turned me off on the game, period, until the season was done, and then I would have gone back. Um, but this still allows me to invest time and energy into my my current character. So I am grateful that they chose to do things that way. So. Um, so yeah, I'll give it a shot, but we'll, uh, I just don't know. Starting well, over sounds terrible. I mean, I, I got the, uh, it sounds like I need to finish the story first though. Right. Oh yeah. Um, I recommend it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I need to try and get that done. Um, I'm trying to remember, I'm, I'm still on like, I still, I think I'm still on act two in Diablo. Um, but I know that I got the, over from scratch though, Chris, like, so right. You, I know. If, yeah. But it, I don't, but rather than start over from scratch in, in tier two world tier two, I'd be able to move up. Right. So, um, so, the, so you haven't, you haven't beaten the game yet. No. And it sounds like you have a little bit of a ways to go. Right. So if you're in act two right now, 
and then you want to start a seasonal character. So if you beat if you beat the game with the character you have right now, once you start seasons, you can just skip the campaign and jump into the open world. Right, and that's what yeah. I'm getting at. Yeah, okay, yeah. Because, yeah, I, I would highly recommend that because if not, wherever you're at right now, Act 2, Act 3, you're going to have to do that all over again if you start. Yeah, and I don't want to do that. No. And and when is it? When is it? It's like next week, right? The 20th. July 20th, yeah. yeah. That's, that's next week. I don't know how long it goes on for. That's a week from now. Okay. It's going to be three it. months. Just honestly, man, if you don't, you don't even have to do the side stuff in Diablo. They actually recommend you don't even do it till the end game. Oh, I know. I've I've started skipping it all. I'm going yeah. trying to go straight through it. Um, it but you know, you then one. but then Final Fantasy got in the way. So mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. But I mean, let's I can always I can always finish now. the I I can always finish the story before I start any of the the seasonal stuff. Oh yeah. So and yeah, yeah. that's what I'm doing right now. But, I'm actually going through the getting all the uh, altars because I want to get my renown as high as possible. Mm-hmm. So yeah. my character will start with as much potions and stuff like that. So I already think I already loaded it. Like I like I actually like rolling new characters in Diablo. Like I always have multiple characters. And I have a yeah, I don't mind it either. Already started that's like level twenty now, so um, I actually like it. And I had like like I probably like five or six in most of them. So um, I'm in. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I just hope it's not terrible. Yeah, I mean, I got the ultimate edition, so I got the first battle pass that comes with it, right? So yeah, mm-hmm. I'll at least try it out for that first season. I just need to finish the story first. Mm-hmm. All, right. All right. Any more? Any more games? Um. Anyone when's our when's our Diablo night? Oh, I don't. We'll figure that out though. Yeah. Let's do let's, it sometime. Let's, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I can I can play in about thirty minutes if you guys. <laughs> <want to. laughs> All right. Uh, what other games do we need to talk about? Anything new? I do have one new game, but before I go, does anyone else have anything they want to talk about? No, man. It's all you. Yeah. I just wanted to mention uh, Arcade Paradise. I started playing that uh, thing a couple weeks ago. Uh, dropped on Game Pass. I think it was on PC before that. It was about a have year ago. Guys, yeah, about a year yeah. ago. Yeah. Anyone? I'm, I'm assuming you guys have not tried that one. Have you? I've seen the trailer. It looks like it's uh yeah, like it's a sim game, but yeah, it's like a job simulator type thing. Like, but uh, then you get to run your own arcade, which is super cool. So you do, yeah. and you get to play every game that you put in the arcade. And I think there's like right. thirty different arcade games. So yeah, the premise is you. You're running your family business. Um, you're a student uh, just out of college, and your dad wants you to you work at the laundromat to teach your responsibility and all that kind of good stuff. So uh, while you're there, the character, she notices that there's a few arcade machines in the back that actually make more money than the laundromat does. So she wants to expand it and basically turn it into an arcade kind of behind her dad's back because her dad's out of town while she's doing all this. So you're basically taking care of people's laundry, uh, picking up the garbage, picking up, like, taking gum stuff off, like, chairs. But at the same time, you're buying new arcade machines, and you can play them. They give you challenges every day that give you extra points and money, and you can upgrade, like, your shoes to walk faster. And you just, you kind of get in these loops, Mm -hmm. like a zen, and it's just relaxing to play. It's just kind of, it's kind of like, remember that game? Uh, We all played it. This is, like, this is going way back. It was a mobile game. Game, was it game, game dev game yeah dev? remember game that? Dev story? that was like a wow. semi- oh yeah, yeah game, game dev, dev story. story but that was like a yeah. just like you just put in like things and that does the numbers it's kind of like doing that but like in real time and it's uh and with other stuff it's a lot more mm-hmm. deep than game dev story but it's like the same thing you're you're making like this arcade and you can set up the layout and stuff it's it's pretty cool I'll definitely re- definitely recommend uh trying that out since it's on there it's cool 
Yeah, it's Game cool. Pass. And what's the, what's the name of that again? Yep. Arcade Paradise. Arcade Paradise. Yeah, I'm going to definitely check yeah. that out. There, there was something when you were talking about it, I was thinking Game Dev Story, and there is something oh, yeah. oddly soothing about playing that game. It's so fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was. It's yes. like, there was. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for uh, for me. All right. Moving on. Good mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Moving on. I think we have. Uh, are, uh, we're skipping news this week, right? We said, Chef. Oh, we have one news thing that we oh, okay, okay. mention. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because FTC took Microsoft to court to stop the merger. Um, so the judge ruled in favor of Microsoft. Um, so basically, now that just means that FTC, now they're going to try to appeal it. The first attempt to appeal failed today, which, of course, that was the judge that ruled against them. Right. They have to appeal to her first. She said, well, of course not. I just, whatever. It's kind of it was expected. And the FTC has until tomorrow at 1159 to um to get the approval from circuit nine which is like the i guess the highest level so if they approve it then this gets officially pushed for probably a few years but microsoft can still close though they can still close the deal it just means that after the trial goes through if it is found out that hey you know what this can't happen they just have to either dissolve activision sell it off or yeah um, so chances are it's going to close regardless, mm-hmm. um, but we'll find out, I guess, m- tomorrow, just before midnight, whether or not the appeal actually, the attempt to appeal has been uh, granted. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's been filed, but it's whether or not they say oh, okay. um, they have to prevent, they have to present a case and basically say almost without a reasonable doubt that the judge made the wrong decision. So they basically have to prove in like a 24 hour span because they waited so long to file it what they couldn't prove in court over the course of three weeks so that's going to be tough (laughs) but yeah we'll see what happens so that's what do you guys think of this i can't wait for it to be fucking over to be honest with you i mean i agree with you but like from from a perspective of as as a group of gamers you know how do you guys feel about the idea of microsoft just owning activision blizzard Good. Let them have it. Yeah. Why not? Absolutely. It's business. It's business. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. I don't. I don't have much of an issue with it either. Like part of me. Part of me thinks that they are like that does give Microsoft a ton of power in the in the industry. Good. That that might not necessarily be a bad thing. I don't know, but I, you know, it really depends on how they treat, um, uh, how they treat gamers, and they they've been pretty good to them so far with Game Pass and things like that. So, yeah. um. And if you have the game other, pass, it's a good thing. I mean, yeah. you can't if you have games, yeah, absolutely. It's going to go on there. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Um, and then, um, but the other part of me thinks that you know, Activision and Blizzard have had so many problems in the past, like just issues galore, that Microsoft taking over may also put them on a better path in I would general. Hope so. yeah, yeah, it's possible. So, it's first to go if it gets closed. So, or God, I hope so. Yeah, I think guys. So. Yeah, think they've so. already said. Really? They've already said he's gone. Yeah, it's public. That's why they're, I think, part of the reason why Kodak wants it to go through because he gets a very good payout. Yep. I'm sure he does, but, you know, whatever. Get him out of here. Yeah. Um, Yeah, he's, he's out. Yeah, whatever. It's, yeah, who knows? I personally don't care the call. Like, it's not changing anything really with the stuff that already is releasing. Like, that's still going to be multi platform. Yeah. Anything moving forward might not be. That's whatever. Yeah, um, but 
yeah, who knows? I mean, it doesn't. None of us are really. It's not really going to affect any of us either way because we usually tend to either get both consoles or have a PlayStation and a PC. So right, it's really not going to affect anyone here. But um, for someone, it means more. Definitely more to someone who just games on PlayStation. It just has PlayStation. On Xbox. Yeah. yeah. It means more either way, but uh, we did get some listener feedback on this, but I was going to hold them off. We got it from Amy Maisie and uh, Greg Little. Um, the reason I'm going to hold the, I'm, I'm going to put them in like a thing, but wait until it's actually finalized, finalized, and then we can get more of like people's thoughts or whatever on it. Because um, who knows, man? Like no one can predict this shit. No one has been able to. So, um, but yeah. But one thing we did have last week that kind of spurred the question of the week kind of like a revi- <laughs> revitalization of question of the week uh so to speak i like to rhyme in my spare time um nothing really nothing right. uh, <laughs> uh with final fantasy <laughs> Sorry, I'm like my notes. we got it we got uh, our final... cl- we got our clip for the week there it is <laughs> 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 and then uh, and then you God. cut to uh uh what's his name fucking jeb bush and he's like please clap <laughs> please clap <laughs> i want to i want to cut to fucking uh chris trying to hit the b i think that'd be pretty funny after that <laughs> like awkward silence and just swatting a b anyway <laughs> um, uh i can totally see uh glenn making a clip out of that that's gonna happen <laughs> uh final fantasy didn't sell too well in japan and that wasn't really the news because that wasn't really too surprising, um, considering they're mostly about mobile mobile uh, these days. But it did bring up the question that we were kind of talking about off air, and Chris kind of brought it up. Um, I'm not sure if it was during a show or off air either. I can't remember. But it was like how we feel about franchises, popular franchises, changing the genre, kind of the genre that they are because this might have had something to do with why maybe it didn't do that well because it, it, the stages were there they were slowly going in this direction but if you were to play final fantasy like 13 even and then this they're drastically different even 15 so, i would say even 15 is yeah. Yeah, quite a bit different yeah so what kind of like what we think and uh do you think this had something to do with it just kind of go over our thoughts and, and like examples of games and stuff like that um, we have we have quite a bit of uh, listener feedback here, so let's let's start with something. Okay, yeah, do that. So, um, let's start with uh, Greg Little. This came in via Twitter. What's up, Nox? And this is a little bit lengthy, so I'm going to kind of divide it up, and we got to comment as we go. So he says it depends on the IP and the team that works on it. Something like Mario and the Nintendo characters are able to branch out because the characters are so iconic, and they aren't really pigeonholed into one world or story. Plus, right people are working on those games. Um, so I do want to interject here just for a second. Um, and we actually forgot to, I did clarify this, is we're not going to include like spinoffs. Spinoffs don't kind of kind of affect what we're going to talk about because um, they're not part of the main line. So, um, so we did go over that. And he also says, uh, he thinks with the Mario franchise, Nintendo has been to the forefront of innovation. So games like Mario Kart, Mario Party, and Smash Brothers, uh, Smash Brothers exceed, while other attempts like Sonic and Sonic All-Stars Racing or PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale don't do so well. Um, so here's one I didn't know about. 
and I'm thinking maybe Jathan does, but and I know a ton of people mock Tecmo Koei's Dynasty Warriors games. Oh boy. But that series was was originally released as a fighting, fighting game, game in the yeah. 90s. Mm-hmm. And then turning into a battlefield action game mm-hmm. is now uh, it is now save that franchise, and they now partner with other IPs to make similar games. Saved I it. did not know this. Save the franchise. <laughs> well, I, don't, I don't know. That's why Greg I figured you would mean, probably know. I would say that's accurate. <laughs> I, I like, know. could you imagine I mean, it continuing as a fighting game series? Hell yeah. No. Uh no, come on, Fucking come on, Jason. Super Akuma Libu. <laughs> <laughs> it, it certainly would not be like uh, it, like like those games are their own genre now yep. like they they have their own like yeah. what are they uh museo or something like that Musu. yeah so they they're their own genre now and they they've helped get a couple of uh you know a couple of them released in the zelda uh arena yeah and then there was one That's in right, the dragon yeah. quest arena persona. you know so yeah was persona have one too yeah Persona oh shit! I didn't know that. That's news to me. Yeah, I mean, I I, I would say that's valid. Yeah, you know? I I kind of like dis- disagree with the writer of the of the email, like just in a small section. Like you know, he brought up like Mario, like with lending the, to the fact that Mario is so iconic, it's easy to like put him in different genres, which I guess is true. Like I'm not saying that that's not correct, but what I disagree about, I think it's more of a development thing. Um, it's it's about vision and execution at the end of the day. We've seen very many, you know, instances, not very many, but we've seen some instances of genre changing and it just not quite working out. And then we've seen the genre changes that did. Like the first thing that comes to mind is God of War. It wasn't because Kratos was cool. I mean, Kratos is cool, but like it's <laughs> one of those situations where they had a vision, Balrog had a vision, and he had the team to execute and it it was gold. So it just it just depends on on what they're doing. Like for Final Fantasy, since this was kind of like the crux of the conversation, like I was iffy on this genre change too. Like I was questioning it, and I had more confidence after the demo. And then by the you know after seventy eighty hours of this game, I'm I'm fully convinced that it was a great choice. So um, I yeah I think it goes down to development honestly like do they have the do they have the the vision do they have the leadership do they have the funds and the backing to be able to get it done um i think those are the more uh important aspects of making sure like doing a drastic genre change to a to like it mario's i i go back to mario as the example like it's good vision and great development zelda breath of the wild some don't like it but most people do it's not because Link's cool. It's because of the fact that they had a vision and they knocked it out of the park. So it's just, um, yeah, I think, it, I think it comes down to like the, the nuts and bolts of building, building it out and knowing what you're doing for sure. From the perspective of how final fantasy is doing. And like you, like Jeff was very, you know, mentioning that, that it wasn't doing well in Japan, that aspect of it. I, I don't think it has as much to do with, the genre change the genre as mm-hmm. it does with the Pedigree. the pure like i mean i'm just gonna say it americanization of it because yeah final fair, fantasy fair. has never been that brutal like it's always had you know the characters have always had uh more of a uh i don't want to say it was like an anime feel to them because it wasn't but oh it was definitely Chris. Well, no, Dude. I don't mean. I mean the characters themselves yeah. are are more anime, yeah. um, and I, I I really feel like this one 
strayed so far from that. Um, it does. That, well, that I think that had murderer, more of it. man. That dude yeah. is fierce. Yeah. <laughs> My God. Cold blood. I think an argument is to be had there for a fan, though, because a fan who gets into a genre or series based on a certain genre and that genre changes. That's that I could I think they have a right to be upset. And that's kind of where this spawned from too is people, you know, complaining like, hey, it's not Final Fantasy. I mean it is Final Fantasy in some ways, but it's gameplay wise. Like I mean I think, I, I, think I made crystals, this but that's about it. Yeah, there you go. Boom. It's, it's still it's <laughs> yeah. still an execution thing. Because it, it is, but what I'm saying is regardless of what how good the game is, I think people have a right to say it's not their Final Fantasy. It's yeah. I think I made this comparison in a previous show where I was saying if Street Fighter 7 came out and was a card-based game and it was called Street Fighter 7, regardless of how good that card game is, I don't think Jason or I would be sitting here being like, well, that was a great decision by them. Fantasy like, Star Online Episode 3! <laughs> oh, God, yeah. So it's like, that, well, that's... Well, let's, yes. let's continue on with this because we have a lot... There's a lot more to cover here. Um... Because I think maybe Castlevania might be a good one that fits a success and a failure. It really was just a platformer that turned into an RPG, and it's one of the reasons we now have Metroidvania-style games. The platforming didn't go away entirely, but it created a new subgenre. So I guess that's kind of like, kind of like Dynasty Warriors there. Also, Castlevania has tried to enter the 3D action RPG space multiple times. I think most people would say the N64 games are bad. Lament of yeah. Innocence seemed to be well received, but further attempts have dipped in quality since. Probably having to do with um, Iggy leaving Konami. So the one, so, the one uh, Castlevania is obviously the franchise that I was going to discuss. Mm-hmm. You know, they started out as an action platformer, right? That's that's where uh, one, two, three, four, uh, Dracula X, you know, uh, Bloodlines, pretty much all the way up to PlayStation, right? And yeah. then they and then they got uh, then they took uh, some aspects of metroid and they took some role-playing game aspects of like leveling up and new equipment things like that and they created symphony of the night and that changed castlevania forever um Mm. but at the same time they did expand into other genres as well and he he kind of mentioned one of them uh lament of innocence but i don't i don't think of that as a three like a three-dimensional action rpg lament of innocence was a character action game like god of war was that's Mm -hmm. what that game was um, now the the one that was more like a three D uh, a three D uh, um, RPG action RPG was Curse of Dar- uh, Curse of Darkness uh, the uh, second shoot. one on PS two um, oh, okay which yeah, was three yeah. D and it had uh, uh, it starred um, wow their character names are slipping my mind right now <laughs> yeah, um, but it, it starred uh, two of the two of uh, Dracula's minions from the the actual animation from Netflix um but uh but that one was very much more uh, like they tried to essentially take what they successfully did with symphony of the night and then the game boy advance games and then the ds games and they tried to make it 3d um and i thought i mean it was a good game i'll I'll just it was a good game Mm -hmm. and then you know they kind of fell off for a while and then made uh the newest one and that was full-on character action and where the first one was hit or miss, whether it was received well or not, you know, Lords oh, of Shadow the, Two, um, Lords of Shadow uh, Two was not yeah. received well at all. Like it, they just no. kind of just got thrown out. Um, 
So it's it's kind of for Castlevania, it's kind of been all over the place. And they they even entered the fighting game genre, which God, nobody really wants to talk about that game. But <laughs> it's you know, it, it they they like Castlevania is something that has branched out a lot in some cases successfully, in some cases not. Again, it's all about the execution in my mind. All right. Mm-hmm. Dano from Twitter. He says, I think spin-offs are a great way to expand the franchise in a unique way, i.e. Halo Wars, Tiny Tina, etc. But mainline games should probably stick to a similar formula or genre. What do you guys think about that? So spin-offs, we talked a few about those, but Agreed. we're talking like numbered. Yeah, like that's your kinda... base, especially if you're, you know, the five, six games into a fucking series <clears throat> um, to just change it up like that. Um, like they did with Final Fantasy is a bold, bold move. Uh, it takes, <laughs> yeah. takes balls. But in reality, didn't they do that, that with? Didn't with, they do that with Final Fantasy generations ago? Uh, like in 13? like when they when they went to eleven. Oh sure, like they, eleven well, eleven should yeah. have just been fantasy Final Fantasy Online. Right. Period. It was. Yeah. I know, but that it, but, it was but they but they numbered online. it as a mainline. Oh, and okay, it just okay. it's we I just I don't know I feel I feel like it's weird they should have just called no, it. I, yeah, I think it has its place in the chronology. I, I'm in, in like in, in, in the in the numbered titles. I, I think Do I you? Eleven. Yeah, I thought eleven was great. Oh, eleven was garbage. Was Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Still owe me that beast batha, Chris. God damn it. Oh, you what now? A beast batha sure. sword. Never Damn it! Mind. Yeah, well, I needed you guys to help me get my multi-classing done, and no one would fucking help me with it. So I was busy. Yeah, mm-hmm. lamenting my <laughs> loss of my beast batha. <laughs> anyway. All right, Lucky Pooch from uh, from Twitter. What's he up, says, Lucky? <laughs> I would say it probably varies from game to game, but the first positive example that comes to mind is Yakuza going from action beat 'em up to turn-based RPG. I think it's a good way to break up the series from becoming too monotonous, but it could be off-putting for longtime fans. That's another new one, relatively new, because Like a Dragon, I guess, would have been. Is that the one that made the big change? Yes. That's. And yeah, that but they to totally like stuff. did a reboot, though, right? Not reboot, but rebrand. Uh, yes, they redid it a couple games for sure. Um, but then they also added the Kiwami games, which are like prequels as well. Mm-hmm. Um. I think I'm getting this right, uh, but the gameplay didn't really change that much with those. It was it was like a dragon that yeah it went turn based and uh, kind of off the rails, but it was still like part of mainline I guess. Uh, Yakuza okay. they were calling it that anyway. So yeah, and from from what I can gather, like I'm not really into those. I think Travis and Jason played the most, maybe Chris. Um, but I uh, I didn't see too much hate regarding like a dragon whenever. No, because it was it was done well. That was that was an execution thing. You know, the, the mm-hmm. characters were were well done. There was a good good story, and the combat was pretty good. So, cool. Um, yeah, they just they did it right. They easily could have fumbled that totally. Uh, Crayman. Hey, he, uh, he wrote in from Threads. Actually, you can find us on Threads. Oh my gosh! Active distractions. He Wait, says, we're on Threads. We're on when threads? did that happen? Oh, all right. I better go make an idea. You threads. really need to read the Discord every now. Seriously. And then. Oh God damn it! Okay, fine. <laughs> we just add. I him try to with keep like up. Every... It's just really hard. <laughs> um, he said Jack going from platformer to GTA knockoff was okay, but I like the platforming games more. So is that Jack three? I think that's Jack three. Because one and two I... were like pure platforming and like kind of like a little bit of action. Which one I think that's right, Jack but X? I am not familiar enough mm-hmm. with the with the Jack franchise. 
I've not played a single Jack game ever. No, I don't think so. I, th- I think I remember three being the one that kind of went like open world and uh, was, and I played it. I, I owned it. I just didn't play it that much. Um, so yeah, there's another one. Didn't quite like the change. Mm-hmm. Amy Maisie also from Threads. She says Final oh. Fantasy changing from turn based to a more action type of combat was hard for me. At first, I was all roar. It's not the same, so I hate it. To being more open-minded and accepting change is a fun new way to play the amazing stories the series offers. So thanks, Amy. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. I think I think that's going to be a common thing uh, in general with with Final Fantasy. I think it, it really does come down to people giving it a, a shot and being like, "This is actually yep. good." Like it's yeah, it's I get it. I get why people are upset, but it doesn't mean Final Fantasy sixteen is a bad Final Fantasy game. And there are some games that 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 made these changes just because of technological advances, right? The 3D ones, I mean, especially. Yeah. yeah, especially that. Like, if, if you think about think about um, Grand Theft Auto, like Grand Theft Auto One and Two were overhead, mm-hmm. like just complete weirdness, and then Grand Theft Auto Three comes out and just rocks like the the industry with the way that it executed. Um, I would, I would, I would put Fallout in kind of the same mm-hmm. respect, right? Yeah. Fallout one and two were completely different from Fallout three and and beyond, and you know, New Vegas and all that, and you know, where where you still had the ability to play it as uh, like kind of more of an RPG when you started mm-hmm. using the VAT system and stuff yeah. like that, but you could also straight up just play it like a first person shooter, you know? Yeah. yeah. So. I- um, not only did it go into a first-person mo- view, but it, it it literally completely changed genres on you. Um, yeah, and Marvin and that was Dom that was all about execution. Execution. Uh, Marvin Dom from Twitter, he actually kind of repeats that. He's saying uh, he doesn't mind particularly. He likes fi- he liked the Final Fantasy going to action round with uh, with fifteen, and he said changing genre worked wonders for Fallout. Mm, um, there you go. And then, uh, but going from action to RPG made Assassin's Creed lose its soul, uh, in his opinion. And he does say an honorable mention for XCOM spinoff, The Bureau, which he thought was quite okay. Oh, yeah. I did not oh, play yeah, that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I haven't touched it either. I was thinking about Fire Axis, and um, d- during this entire conversation, I know it's not a, I know it's not a, a, a one-to-one comparison, but um, on, on, you know, in the inverse of the situation, there are there are developers who had a really really great franchise early on and then when they wanted to bring it up to a new like a modern era um they did a like those are developers who did a really really good job of like keeping the the heart and soul the dna of the game there but still making the, the the necessary quality of life uh in modern gameplay changes that uh that were you know that they felt they needed to make uh, and things like that. And then they messed and, and I like the fact that they messed with their genre building, not with not, not genre, like they, they did their, their genre switches still keeping their DNA, but doing the genre switch when they get their hands on another IP. So like it's, it's not a one-to-one comparison, but developers like Paraxis are doing really, really cool stuff and, and kind of sub, subverting expect expectations. Cause I remember when the Marvel game that Paraxis did uh, came out, I was kind of shut off at the idea of it being a card-based game, and Which, then once oh, I got, yeah, okay. and then once I got my hands on it, because I was like, I just want to play XCOM with X Men, like that's what I want to do, like I want to play that. Um, and then once I got my hands on it, it just it, it immediately clicked, and I was like, this 
really, really freaking works. It really works. Um, so again, not a one-to-one comparison, but I, it, it is something yeah. different yet similar that developers mm-hmm. are doing if they want to keep the DNA of, of their, you know, decades worth of, uh, games that they've made before. Yeah. Um, so I, I think example. that's pretty cool. Yeah. So I did make a list, actually. I was going to play a quick little game, but we did talk about most of these in our discussion, <laughs> and we're, or we're also brought up, so there's no point. But I do have one game on here that we have not mentioned, mm-hmm. which I think was kind of polarizing as well. And I know we really fucking liked it, but Metal Gear Solid Five. Yeah. From 1-4. Yeah. That was a, cha- a big change. Like, I felt it was game. more... It was like yeah, the huge change of it being like more biome based and kind of open. Um, that was yeah, hardly any cutscenes. I don't know if I would call that a genre change. Yeah, that's that one's a little tough one. I I think I would. I think most people remember how people were pretty upset when that news came out. Sure. Yeah. It 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 kind it's it's kind of on the cusp of it not and it is like because like if you strip away strip away the open worldness it's a metal gear game that we're kind of used to but with just more modern controls um but but yeah the advent of it being like open biome based like that significantly alters how you approach that game um or just any situation in that game which is great so like 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 it's it's I, i so i don't see it as a genre change but it 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 doesn't have to be a genre change it just it has to be like a very close a, a big departure close. from ma- other main lines okay I think so a lot of people have the issue yeah. with the story like this the way the story's told in metal gear solid 5 is i would say drastically different yeah. than the at least one to four of solid mm-hmm. anyway sure um that's yeah that's basically it for the question of the week but we do have a few other uh twitter questions excellent Ooh, nice. or threads all right. So let's uh, let's get through as many of these as we can. So we got one from oh those ones I'm saving. Okay, this <laughs> one's a fun one. Okay, so I'm not sure if Travis paid attention to Discord when he was off doing his stuff, but I know Jason and Chris know this. Um, so maybe you can do some quick math, Travis, or just fucking throw a number out there. But Amy says, and from Threads, if each of you didn't buy another game starting right oh, now. Right. What's the rough estimated time for how long it would take you to complete uh, your backlog? Dude, I have <laughs> over a thousand games in I know, arcade my, machine. <laughs> I mean, not but just like that, but like a, my Steam library itself yeah. is well over a thousand games. Um, not that, but do you like, want to play all those? No, I don't. <laughs> okay. I think your backlog constitutes the games you want to play. You, you want to get Even to. if there's like a tenth of a percent that's still a lot of games. Uh, it's a lot, yeah. Yeah. Um, like I, I joked with uh, Jason. I joked with Jeff about this last week. I mean, uh, oh. decades. It would take me a couple of decades. Like yeah. I've got, I have backlog games going all the way back to the NES. Like I just I've yeah. got too much shit right now. Totally. <laughs> so if you were so. To, okay, if you were to choose, okay, so a lot. So let's just go like if you were just to take five games randomly that you want to get back to. I mean, maybe this is kind of putting you guys on the spot and it might not make for great radio, but uh, like, I'll, I'll go like, for instance, I do have a few on mine. I want to be, I got Neo, The World Ends With You um, okay. on Switch a while ago. I haven't started that. I do want to get to that eventually. Bayonetta 3. Um, and I want to finish Live Alive. So those are like three that 
are like very close and i think realistically i could probably do that if i didn't buy any other games i could probably do that in a month and a half mm-hmm. maybe but all games yeah i'm i think i could probably knock out all games that i want to beat that i haven't and i'd say probably within a year probably yeah realistically. oh wow really i think so well i also i don't I don't have a lot of my collection anymore. Like you guys kept all of your shit. Like a lot of my PlayStation three and three sixty games. Gone. My shit's gone. No, oh, really. Yeah, like Jason just has gone. Jason is all steam. Yeah. Yeah. You just all Jason digital. All okay. Steam. Gotcha. Yeah. Like, I don't have a huge digital library and my physical stuff is not what it like anything that I wasn't really playing. I kind of got rid of um, a generation ago. So my backlog isn't that big unless I start going to like fucking Nintendo and super Nintendo shit. But right. Yeah. If I took like recent games that I wanted to go back to and play, like I can easily like just in the last year, I could probably get at least five to ten of them. Knock five, you know? ten out. Uh, well, no, I want Yeah, I, I mean, I've got like five or ten games from the last year that are in my backlog. Right. Mm-hmm. Bayonetta three is one of them, Jeff. And yeah. so is uh, um, what was the what was the spinoff? Oh, Cerez- yeah, I forgot Cerezo. about that, too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I, I, I'm still, I, I started playing that and, and just didn't get back to it. And now I have to include Tears of the Kingdom because we're talking about Final Fantasy and Diablo. And yeah. I haven't even, you know, broken the surface of Tears of the Kingdom. Um, so or the depths. And, <laughs> no, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, and then uh, there was, uh, there, there was the, the RPG that um, Jason was super high on last year that I went Scarlet out and got Nexus. and yeah. yes, Scarlet Nexus, like freaking played 20 something hours of that game and absolutely loved it and mm. got distracted and never went back to it. So I've got, yeah, see, I I, I've got at least 10 games that I could say about like, just like that. And I, it would take me at least like three or four months to get through yeah. all that stuff. I was more of a code vein guy. Yeah. Versus Scarlet I mean. Nexus. Yeah. Mm. Um, I, you know, honestly, right now I don't really have that big of a backlog. Surprisingly, mm-hmm. I, th- I think now asking this question, September, October, November, I think that will probably change. Um, but right now I, I, I made it a point before final fantasy and Diablo hit to like, just kind of really focus, dig in and, and complete everything that I wanted to complete big and small. Um, so, so right now I think I'm actually pretty clean if i didn't have diablo i really not have much to play right now so yeah yeah cool thanks amy it's thanks, gonna amy. Take thank you amy <laughs> uh lucky pooch from twitter he says Sub-pooch. since since street fighter is still somewhat relevant i have a question for somewhat everyone what relevant what's the somewhat hell? Relevant? <laughs> i need to duck so i don't get hit by whatever jason's yeah. throwing I was, when i read that i was like really i'm like oh my god uh, Lucky Pooch just made some enemies, I think. <laughs> You're not right, a so good this boy. Be, this might be more for Jason <laughs> and I, just because of one of the characters. But I mean, feel free, Travis and Chris, to also. Well, this is a fuck Mary kill. <laughs> okay. God. The first set of people are Chun Li, Cammy, and Kimberly. And I'll pass it off to Jason first. Aye. So who are you gonna fuck? He's oh fucking a um Chun Li. Okay. Um Mary. Kimberly. You can give a you can give a reasoning if you want to or not. No. Kimberly and keep keep his cars close to his vest. I like it. Kill Cammy. 
Mm-hmm. I am going to probably Before marry she kills me. Ch- Mary Chunley, fuck Cammy, and kill Kimberly. Only no! because Kimberly is like Kimberly's like fourteen, so I'm not doing any of the other two. <laughs> so I'm going to uh keep her on the that. kill. Is she? If yeah. she's older then I might alter it, but I have no idea how old. I mean she's probably like sixteen. Chris or Jace or Chris or Travis? I could care less. I'm yeah. good. I don't need to answer this question. <laughs> I don't need this on the public internet at this point. All of, all of us can answer this one, though. All right. So, fuck, Mary kill. Oh, man. Ryu, Ken, Zangief. Mm. Now we're talking. Now we're having a conversation. Nope, nope, okay. and nope. <laughs> I have no problem answering this. <laughs> what well, were I mean, the options? No, uh, Ken, Ryu, and Zangief. Oh, I mean, Ken and Ryu are the same guy. No, I'd, no, I'd no, fuck Ken. No. I wouldn't fuck Ryu. <laughs> no i wouldn't so marry ken either because ken's kind of down in the dumps right now he's kind of he's not really stable yeah jason wants Z- to stay with zangief yeah i want to i want to marry zangief yeah no he wants, it's he wants the he wants the wrestling i guess it's, uh, it's 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 kill zangief he, he obviously is a he's he's pro-ukrainian war so we can't uh, we can't really yeah he's got to go so take him out uh, <laughs> definitely not messing with him in the sack that's for sure because i just you're not he's killing you in that situation so uh yeah i'd, I'd fuck ryu and uh and mary ken because i'm a leg guy mm. i like legs so all right cool <laughs> so that's it thanks for the all, right. uh, all the twitter questions and thread questions we will uh read them in the replies i'll we'll throw those out there uh, usually <laughs> once or twice a week so yeah, keep them coming. We yeah, love doing it. Good stuff. Is that or is that That's everything? Everything. Yeah. Nice. Good job, guys. It was a, good I'm job, feeling Chris. pretty good about that. That was a quality showing. Yeah, and and I killed a bee. And you killed a bee. <laughs> so it wasn't so quality for the bee, but uh, the, it was still alive. It was like it was on the desk, still alive, oh, and gross. I ended up. We need to make sure we need to make sure that uh that Chris is uh we need to scrub the footage and make sure that Chris's murder of the bee is not on camera because <laughs> we will get a term we'll get a terms yeah. of service violation on YouTube. That. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. He can't prove it um, if it was him it or the dog itself. So it could have been anyone <laughs> swinging that thing. <laughs> Cool. Well, thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, please like and subscribe and tell a few friends about us. Um, check out our Patreon and check out our link tree. Link tree is right there in the bottom. Um, and uh, Patreon community is growing and we are having a great time. So please join us. We would love to have you. Um, but until next time, my name is Chris. I'm Jeff. I'm Jason. And I'm Travis. Play your games and we'll talk to you next week.